surprises and assaults. Napoleon was always leader and made the others obey him. He was afraid of no one, and he bit, scratched, and slapped anyone, big or little, as he chose. He was often noisy and quarrelsome, and bullied his brothers and sisters, especially Joseph, who was older than he. But at times, even when he was a very small boy, he would be moody and thoughtful, and would walk about by himself, refusing to speak or play with the others. He was an untidy little boy, not caring in the least how he was dressed. Straight, dark hair straggled over his brown face. His stockings hung down over his shoe-tops, and altogether he must have looked a wild little harem-scarum. When Napoleon was about five years old, he was sent to a school for little girls kept by nuns. But he did not stay long there, and was soon sent to a boys' school with his brother Joseph. Here the boys in class were set opposite each other in two rows, each under a large flag. One was the flag of Carthage, the other the flag of Rome, with S-P-Q-R upon it, which means Senatus Populusque Romanus. That is Latin for the Senate and people of Rome. The boys were arranged like this so that each side might try to learn better than the other and fight and conquer in lessons, as the Romans and Carthaginians fought in war. As Napoleon was the younger of the two brothers, he was put on the side of Carthage. But he did not like that at all, for in history he knew the Romans had always been the conquerors, and he liked to be on the winning side. So Joseph, who did not mind so much, changed with Napoleon, and allowed him to be a Roman. Napoleon loved soldiers better than anything else, and he longed to be one. Every morning before he went to school, he was given a piece of white bread. This he used to give to a soldier in exchange for a piece of coarse brown bread. His mother was not very pleased at this. "'Why do you give away your good white bread for a piece of brown?' she asked him one day. "'Because,' replied Napoleon, "'if I am going to be a soldier, I must get used to eating soldiers' bread. Besides, I like it.' As he loved soldiers so much, his father and mother decided that he should be one. And one December day, a little ship sailed away from Corsica, carrying Charles Bonaparte and his two sons, Joseph and Napoleon, over the sea to France. Napoleon was not yet ten, and Joseph scarcely a year older. He was going to learn to be a priest, and Napoleon to be a soldier. The boys were sent to school to a town called Autun, with his fellows, Joseph soon became a favourite. He was a little shy at first, but he was lively and gay and joined in games with the other boys. Napoleon, on the other hand, was silent and sad. His dark face looked sulky, and instead of joining in the games, he liked best to go about by himself. So the boys teased him. They called him Cowardly Corsican and reminded him that his island had been conquered by the French. At first, Napoleon paid no attention. Then, suddenly one day, flashing round on his tormentors, he cried, If the French had been four against one only, they would never have had Corsica, but they were ten to one. But if Joseph was the greater favourite, Napoleon was far the more clever. He soon learned to read and speak in French. For to the boys, French was a foreign language. At home in Corsica, they spoke Italian. But although Napoleon learned to speak French very well, all his life long he made mistakes in it, especially in writing. He wrote very badly, too. 
to hide his bad spelling, some people say. The little, sulky, lonely boy did not stay long at Autun. In about three months, his father came to take him away to the military school at Brienne. But Joseph was to be left at Autun. The two brothers had never before been parted, and although Napoleon bullied Joseph, they were very fond of each other. Now that they were in a strange land far from their home, among people speaking a strange language, they seemed to love each other more. When they knew that they must part, Joseph burst into tears. But Napoleon tried hard to pretend that he did not care. His dark face only looked more sulky than before. But although he tried hard, he could not quite keep back the tears, and one slowly trickled down his cheek. At first, Napoleon was not happy at his new school, even though he was dressed in a uniform and was going to be a soldier. He was dreadfully homesick. He was told that he would have...